Good morning, Gérald Banaton, Chairman and CEO of Goldterra Resources with a project in Yellowknife, Northern Canada, most likely North of Northwest Territories. And I'm here to uh, continue informing the investors about our progress on the Yellowknife and Con Campbell Shear drilling that we're currently doing. Gerald, good to see you. So you before Christmas, uh, and in fact, met you in London uh, before that in November. Um, exciting times. You've raised some money. You've been putting out some pretty high-grade numbers. You told me they were going to come. Um, I'm interested in seeing how this thing is being planned out for this year. But first, can you just remind uh, perhaps people new to the story of the, the when you came in, there was a big idea. There's a big switch. There's a big change up to allow you to be where you are today. Can you just remind us of what that was? Well, I think, I think it's about the focus. What, uh, what was missing, I think, in terms of exploration effort on the Terra X story, to which we changed the name because we changed the focus to Gold Terra, is about high-grade mosaic. Uh, the Campbell Shear and the Yellowknife Camp uh, delivered about 14 million ounces at 15 to 22 gram material, which is more than half an ounce. And in today's gold price environment, it's, it's quite rich. And, um, and that, that focus was missing. So I worked for about two years to get the Newmont deal, which was announced in November. Uh, and of course, dealing with, with a major like Newmont takes time, but we have a very good deal and option to purchase the con mine. We have four years to do so. It's a high grade target. It's the down plunge and the extension to the south of the, of the Campbell Shear that was drilled somewhat, but not the way we would do it. And currently, we have two rigs turning. We just finished a raise. And this is our main focus. Okay. But you, conditions precedent on that deal with Nemo was, yeah, you got four years to buy it. But um, it was just, you could spend $8 million bucks, right? How quickly – you seem in a rush. So how quickly will you actually it's, spend $8 million bucks? It's never a rush. It's just like when the money is there, you, you use it and drill it. Right. So The money's there. So is the money there? Yeah, the money is there. There's no question because we started working on the project last year. We did about 13,000 meters. So we know exactly what we're doing, where we're going. Uh, we intersected the Campbell Shear. We had some very good results. If you look at our January news release of 20 grams over five and a half meters and four grams over 11, 10 meters, or at, I think 11 meters, these two zones on the yellow red zone. I think we have a we have a nice deposit now from surface to about three four hundred meters vertical. So it's it's proving that our hypothesis to go on the Campbell Shear side of the combine is proving to be real. And because we knew that, we changed the agreement to earn hundred percent from sixty to hundred percent and to own it all. And that's what exactly what we signed in November with Numa. So now we're drilling because we have the money. They, they give us one and a half million. And we also got approximately 5.6 million on Monday. So we're going to be doing 30,000 meters of drilling in 2022 and maybe more. Uh, it's possible. Okay. So 30,000 30, meters, that's, that's a lot. Um, is that all at the, on the Campbell share or are you kind of spreading that around a bit? We, we have a small target. We wanted to test it, which is very cheap to do in the winter. We use the, the lake that are frozen to build ice roads. We go to a target and we, we spend two months drilling it. So currently we have four rigs turning, two of them very short hole, 200 meters, 300 meters, some of them 150 meters, uh, testing a target at surface, uh, which is called MP Ryan, or used to be called Miss Pickle. 
And this target basically is a high grade zone. Uh, we, we don't have, we have a bit of historical width, three, five, six meters, 10 gram, 12 grams uh, from past drilling in 2017, 2018, but never been, uh, never been drilled under, uh, since I joined the company. I wanted to drill it properly and cheaply. You know, before I joined, the cost of drilling was $300 per meters. It was run in, in a certain way that I think it was not efficient. I said, you go on a target and, and you spend, and you put the two rigs together and you do a program on the best target, you drill it off. And, and, and if you're successful, you go back next year. The cost of drilling in this area is probably $180 per meters from 300. So because we're doing it in the winter and not in the summer with a helicopter, that's the difference. Okay, so that, that that that's that's just long experience of of, of what works. So that so that really really helps. It's common sense. It's it's it it's just it should sense. be it should be common sense. But um, just just let's still, let's still with um, uh, MP Ryan or, or Miss Pickle as, as as it was called before is um, there was some drilling that went on there previously. It wasn't just a, co a cost exercise. So I want to sort of bring it on to you. what went on there before which didn't work and what information were you able to glean from that which says well actually maybe it's worth a little bit more spend on a, a few more meters being drilled there when they drill it first they went during the summer they use a helicopter and they didn't have too many places to drill from because they wanted to so they basically set up the drill and then fan drill like this you know it's like you have one set up and then you do a drill hole like this so they're all about 10 15 meters apart so they find about 60,000 ounces in a little pot like this. And, and so all of that money is, is, is spent wrongly because say they do 3,000 meters and, and they drill within 100 meters. So what we're doing now is drill over 500 meters with a hole every 50 and 100 meters systematically to see if the zone has any potential for extension. So, 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 so talk to me a little bit about the, the, the money, okay? Because, I, so I, okay, that's, that's interesting with regards to what went on before and, and you've clearly stated what you want to try and do this year. With the meters which are being drilled on the Campbell Shear, you know, you, you've got the cash. So what do you need to do in terms of those meters? What do you need to prove up? Obviously, you're starting to hit these higher grades now. Well, I think it's, 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 again, is that what is the threshold of, of what do we need to put the mine in production in today's world? I mean, if it's a low-grade deposit, you need a lot because it's all about volume and low-grade. But when you have an opportunity to mine or to put the mine in production, and our, we are, our strategy is extremely simple. First of all, we have numerous targets along an 800-square-kilometers property. But we have also the Campbell Shear which is what I worked for for two years to sign a deal to earn 100% and a purchase option, basically. But there's a liability. It's an old closed mine. But there are some infrastructure left on site that could be very useful for the future. So the combination of exploring, defining for us 2 million ounces is the threshold to be able to take the liability of the past producing mine. By doing so, we will gain a shaft that probably would cost $100 million to sink today. We would get a warehouse, we would get a surface lease, uh, you know, a water treatment plan, all kind of things that in my mind are, could be valued at $100 million, you know? 
because I don't have I don't have to to sink a shaft because it's there. I just have to dewater it. Right, and so the t- the target is this two million ounce number. Okay, so you, g- given we may, we may have more. There's no question with time, but I think the threshold for me, and that's what, and you know, you don't want to be wasting. I've got four years. You don't wait for year four to do that. You need to know if you have two million ounces on year one, because if you don't have two million ounces in year one then you have to question your program. You have to question your strategy. Right, but, but let's, let's talk about what, the mess, what you're going to put into market because you, you're using a lot of data from getting three mines into production and, and you know that's what you've done. So you, you're making calculations that we can't in that sense. So in terms of the information you're going to be able to put into market, you've got 30,000 meters. The bulk of that is going on the, on, on the Campbell shear. It's, you're, you're seeing grades of between 10 and nearly 20 uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 10.2 grams per ton, 19.7 grams per ton over decent intervals of five and, and four meters and so forth. So you, you're going to go hard at it this year with, with four rigs. Is that four rigs turning all year or is that? No, two rigs on the Campbell Shear are year long. The, the other two rigs that are currently turning will be uh, finished by the end of, of March. Because they're on a winter target. Gotcha. Okay. Right. So you got four rigs, four rigs, and then plus the plus the two. Okay. So you're you're looking to ex- kind of accelerate um, the the process to to give you the information with, where you can make a calculation in your head about could this be a two million plus ounce uh, resource? But you won't be putting out a resource this year, will you? Uh, yeah, for sure. Every year, I, I think I, I think a junior company that is drilling a potential deposit needs to update because, you know, what's the point for me to go and say how many ounces we have if I don't put it out publicly? Look, if you look at, since I joined, we did the first 4301 in the company's history on the Yellowknife project with something like 750,000 ounces. We drill a program on Prestoram and Samoto. We put an update resources last year in March which was about 1.2 million ounces. So we have 1.2 million ounces. I can talk about the 1.2 million ounces we have. And and, and this winter program we're doing on Miss Pickle uh, will increase that 1.2. And on top of that, we gained the Con Mine and the Campbell Shear, on which I have very confidence to increase ounces. So we'll have an update by the end of this year of the drilling we will have done and an update on the resource, and I plan to do it every year. Okay, so but are you going to merge those merge those answers because they're very different profiles, aren't they? You're, you're talking about some super high grade stuff, and yeah. obviously previous stuff wasn't like that. So well, it's very simple. For me, none of the answers that we have currently can sustain the start of a mine. However, if I find two million answers at ten gram on the Campbell shear, and we are really think that we have that in front of us, we just have to drill it. We will be able to have the core of a mine that can start. The other deposit will be satellite. We already are conceiving that the mill could be close to Crestorum, for example, where we will have trucking a thousand ton per day from the con mine at 10 gram plus, which is very valuable. It's, it's more than $600 US a ton uh, as a value. So you can imagine you're putting a, a truck that has a lot of gold to the mill, and then you start mining Crestoram deposit, and then you produce 200,000 ounces a year. 
that is a very nice target. It, absolutely. And you told me in the past, you know exactly where the, where the mill should be situated or where a major would want a mill to be situated. So you, you're, you're, you're planning like that. You're, you're thinking big about it. But um, what, what about relations with the, with the town itself? Do, you know, are you concerned about... <laughs> I, bet you, I bet you that the town will be very happy that I don't build a mill in the middle of the town. Yeah, I know. I know that, but That's in, noise. but, but all, all, noise. all other stuff, all in terms of all other considerations with regards to the town and, the, and its proximity to the town, you know, ha, has that caused any have you, any have you had conversations or the concerns for the the town? We've place? already we've already mentioned our plan to to the government and some, and of course during the pandemic, I have not met with the city in person and it's very hard on zoom meeting but the zoom meeting that i've had with the government official the different ministers are very happy that i consider putting the mill outside of town even if i reactivate the shaft and drive a ramp in town so it's it's very good okay okay so the that, that's the mill but in terms of the potential mine itself that that is not a concern no because yellow knife is a mining town you know, you know, I've became, you know, I've because it's a mining town. So there's a mining culture here. And uh, the other thing that is very important is that the diamond mines uh, are on their way out. Ten years from now, the diamond mines might be closing. So Yellowknife is the portal to supply all of the diamond mines of the Northwest Territory via a winter road that goes through Yellowknife. So it's, they, they, they know, they know that the, the clock is ticking. Right. So, so your view is that the, the, it's a mining town. Um, they understand mining and with what's coming down the line, jobs, revenue, taxes, all good. Yeah. Okay. Right. So let, let, let's just kind of lay out the catalyst so people can just easily see what's happening today. Okay. Drilling, you, you, you mentioned the, 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 the sort of two targets. Um, anything else that's going on that we need to be um, aware of? Well, the chopper you hear in the background is not mine. <laughs> Where are you? are in Miami, right? You're at the BMO conference. Yeah, we are, I'm at the BMO conference. So because you're along the sea, there's a lot of uh, traffic of helicopter. Why did, BMO conference why, why did they let a why did they let a forty million dollar company into the BMO conference? I thought you guys were banned. Uh, I don't know if you can answer this question. <laughs> uh, two things, probably because of uh, my history with with BMO and the fact that. Uh, they were present on every financing I did, except maybe the IPO. Uh, I've had a very good relationship with BMO, with uh, Detour Gold, which, which was sold for $5 billion. But, you know, I started the company, it was worth $140 million. So $140 to $5 billion is not, not a bad track record. And at the same time, they had made a lot of fee. And, and uh, you know, it's a trust. I mean, maybe I have a smaller company, but they trust. There's a trust here between myself finding gold and 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 spending the money properly so i mean i i, I sort of, sort of joking there um in, in the sense that they don't typically let companies under 300 million in unless they think they're going places right so but so that's that's opened the door to some of the people you already know in the industry but you know are you having or have you had because it's been going since the weekend but have you had interesting any interesting conversations and what sort of people are you talking to and you know who, who's having a look at you there is uh, there was a, a good I think I had approximately 20 meeting uh, the diversification of the BMO conference has changed the profile there's a lot of company from every sector almost on the periodic table if you are chemistry 
Uh, if you remember your chemistry, it's like they're talking about, of course, copper and nickel and lithium and, and aluminum and steel and about everything. Uh, it's a broader conference than it used to be. It's more, it's it's pretty much all the metals where before there was mainly just copper, gold, silver. Uh, so th- there's been a there's been a, a, a shift in accordance with what the world is going through in terms of demand. And uh, at the end of the day, the, the investors, of course, they, they have a threshold. Uh, uh, companies, management—they—they uh, they always put the three most important things: the location of your project, the value that you can develop and find. Because it's all about creation of value for shareholders, and of course, local community. ESG is very, very important now. And and for me, ESGs—I've I've done it for many years, so it's not like it's something new for me because I've was involved in building three minds. It's listening, listening to your host. I consider myself a guest when I walk into a new town, a new city, when I meet with the consul of Yellowknife, when I meet with the government official. Even if they know me by record, I can say, listen, what can I do for you? How do you want to work that out? I'm not here to impose how we're going to do it. I'm here to listen to how we should do it. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I, I understand that bit, but I'm trying, I'm trying to get the kind of mood because I can understand why the the coppers and the nickels and the lithiums and all the kind of battery metals would be getting a lot of attention right now. Um, gold's come off the back of a sort of slow, you know, end to the year last year, so in the last three four months, um, and it hasn't really picked up at the beginning of this year, uh, despite everyone's expectations. So, are the, are the bankers looking to gold, and are they looking to finance gold projects? Oh, yeah, for sure. There's definitely a demand. What's going to happen is, um, you know, this money is always a, about a, a competition on, on, on what, where should I put the money, right? And some people that I was very big in detour pre-financial crisis of 2008, 2009, uh, you know, we had, we had, detour was built in the best time of, of a gold window. I mean, I started the company, gold was $400 an ounce in the summer of 06 when I was negotiating the purchase. By the time the IPO was done in January, gold was 650. And in by 2011, which is only four years and a half later, gold was 1900. Uh, today we have $1,920. It's a very good price environment. And, and so gold will always attract because there, as you know, worldwide, the grade is going down and the reserve are not replenished yourself. So when gold are focusing on a high-grade gold deposit, look, Pritium got taken out. Why? Because Pritium is half an ounce, right? Uh, newfound gold one day will be taken out because it's half an ounce to an ounce. Uh, windfall might be taken out as well uh, because it's 10 gram. These are the deposits that you want to develop. They're small. The footprint is environmentally friendly. The big deposits are too big, and they have a bigger footprint. They're more difficult to permit. It's, it's, it's a really sort of interesting thought. I guess we've got one that we possibly touched upon last time, which is, you know, you're a mine builder. You built three mines that got into production. That's hard, right? It's it, it, it's it's hard. Um, to, to good like, learning, good learning, but not many people can say it, right? And I just wonder, like the institutional guys, typically they want to invest in strong fundamental stories, which they know are going to get built because in a good 
golden environment like, like we're in, like 1950, you know, down at 2000 uh, dollar gold, that's a, there's a lot of money on the table uh, in, in that kind of scenario. So, you know, that's where they look. Whereas retail perhaps or may play a little bit more of a m- m- momentum promotional type type play. So I just, they, again, that's, it just intrigues me is the sorts of conversations you're, you're having and why people are looking at you. A $40 million company today and um, as... In guineas and pesos. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Shekels, everything. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, but you know, it's, 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 million US. It's, a, it's, a, it's a certain, you know, the, the mentality for, for institutions, they don't want to waste their time on, on, on juniors, right? And I'm just intrigued that you kind of get drawn in. Your track record is one thing, but in terms of, you know, what the, if there's pushback on the story, is there something else that they're looking for, or do they buy your vision of how this thing gets built out? I think um, the drilling always speaks for itself, okay? I have a target of 2 million ounces. I will have a resource update at the end of the year. Will I be at 2 million ounces or short or over? Time will tell. Drilling will tell. Uh, and then we can reassess. And, and, but I think uh, if I do deliver 2 million ounces, listen, when I, when I look at Detour Lake in April 2006 for the first time, I said there's more than 5 million ounces potential there. I did that in one afternoon. In Yellowknife, there's more than 5 million ounces potential. There's no question. I have one of the best property to drill the Campbell Shear, and we control 800 square kilometers. We will get 5 million ounces in our book one day. How fast can I do this? The fastest I can move with the money I have. 